Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. We're actually going to be meeting with Frank and Alex from Moxie, and we're just going to jump right in. I've heard good things about Logic. Yeah. I just haven't used it. Pretty much at Full Sail, like, everyone just went to school there to learn how to make dubstep. That was pretty much. What? Everyone there. If there was 100 people in class, there was 100 people wearing, like, Beats by Dre making dubstep beats in that class. That's funny because... 10 years before that, it was all rap. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be a rap gun. <laughs> like, you know, 2003. Yeah. Including uh, myself. Yeah. Right. Uh, so do you, do you still have some of your beats then? Yeah, I just make music now, like produce. Fire. Yeah. Well, thanks. Nice. I, 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 I like used to rap. I did it for 15 years. Oh, like, shit. Trying to actually seriously make it. And uh, I just wasn't making money. I wasn't yeah. happy. Started working for Moxie, and I made a decision to focus on that, right? Instead of performing on stage every night making 50 bucks. So let's go into that. You know, so Moxie kind of like steered me in a different direction. So what was one of those opportunities where you just kind of presented yourself and you're like, hey, they're hiring and I'm going to get into there, or you had interest? No, so I knew the people that were running Moxie, uh, but they lived in another state, and I, I was in Vegas. So just kind of like by divine intervention, I met somebody that worked at the Moxie Vegas location. He offered me a job on the spot. So I was like, yeah, you know, started packaging, labeling $12 an hour, learned from the ground up, moved to extraction, distillation, uh, marketing, and then sales. That's quite the journey. Yeah. Yeah. Started all as a rapper, and now you're like... That's pretty cool. Now I'm selling weed. Started from the bottom, now we're here. (laughs) I was selling weed in college, now I'm just doing it legally. It's funny, because I was also a rapper at Full Sail. Wait, (laughs) wait. Unfortunately. I have a... What were your rapper names? Oh, man. Go. Um, I I mean, you can still find me. Anglo-Sax. Anglo-Sax? Anglo-Sax. Yeah, it's it's a play on words. Um, Oh, you're going to pull it up right now. All right. Well, no, you're not going to do all that. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it is what it is. No, no. I mean, I I mean, I'm just going to put it over there in my playlist. I mean, I'm not going to play right now. We'll we'll probably have to put a sample in there in the show notes. Oh yeah. We'll throw it down. For sure. I mean, only if he's down with it. It it brings into that. We'll see. Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll say, I'll text you over, you know, the website. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Throw that in there. And I was in a, in a group, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna refrain from saying the name of this group. That good, huh? That well, I'm not afraid of the music. It's just I was in it. It's like you know when you're you have like a friendship, and it's like then that friendship separates. So it's like that group was like me and a friend, who I'm no longer associated, uh, associated with by choice, you know. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, don't look up that. If you want to look up some music I did, check out Recon, because when I was even younger, before college, I was in a hardcore band, a straight edge hardcore band that, and we toured all around the US, all around Europe, Canada. So that was fun. For real. That's yeah. awesome. So hardcore I went from being rap. lead singer of a straight edge band every night, just 
preaching the the good word of don't do drugs, don't smoke, don't, you know, all this stuff. And then uh, a few cannabis cups later, is known for something else, you know? <laughs> this guy was a legit signed artist. Like, he was there. Holy cow. Um, I saw you were, you had like your first tour that you did around the U.S.? When? Back in, oh, was it before 2014? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in 2014, I would have been in California. And so when I was in recon, that was 2008, maybe. And that's when, you know, I was 20 years old in a van, touring around the country, just screaming to people for 30 minutes a night. Does that feel like a whole nother lifetime ago? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so like, the, I'm totally curious. So you straight edge. I, I'm very familiar straight edge. Yeah. Right? I mean, pretty intense people. Yeah. <laughs> but what what was that? What brought you over to? to the world of cannabis well so breaking edge right big deal yeah, yeah. it's like i had a bunch i have a bunch of straight edge tattoos you know so it's like it was very weird but i i when you're like 21 22 which that's the age when i kind of made this decision it's like everyone you know is out drinking like that's what people are doing so it's being straight edge socially is like a terrible decision because you essentially are going, I want no friends. I'd like to have none. Yeah. And the ones that I'd like to have are crazy, you know? Or I'll be the DD. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which, terrible, right? Like, you, you're always that guy. And it's yeah. like, no. And so, you know, I was almost 22 and I was like, I was like, this just isn't seeming like a good decision for social life and all this stuff. And so I was like, screw it. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to start drinking. So I started going out drinking at the bar with my friends and, you know, I'm drunk one night and someone pulls out a bowl and they're like passing it around. And it was like the one thing that I was like really nervous about was like drinking's no big deal. Everybody drinks, but the weed thing, oh no. And then trying weed for the first time, I was drunk, didn't really get it. You know, I was like, oh, whatever. I didn't even know if I felt anything. And then uh, the first time I ever, it was like three times trying weed later. I smoked out of a bong and then we went for a drive. And I was just out in Maine, driving on these roads next to these farms with these cows, laughing my ass off. And I was like, I get it. <laughs> like, finally, you know, like, yeah. finally, I get it. And then from then on, it was like, it was right before my 21st or 22nd birthday. And I was like, for my birthday, I'm going to buy a big old bag of weed. This shit's awesome. You know, like, so from then on, it was, it was game over. That was it. Yeah. So Man. then you started to, I mean, I can imagine the evolution of your personality over that period of time, because yeah. you know, it, it's like when I, when I was on another podcast, we're talking about that, like be, life before cannabis is, is typically one of a lot of anger yeah. and a lot of just trying to make sure that everybody knows that you're not, you're not a punk. Yeah. You know, you got something to prove. Especially being from the East Coast. Right. Frank can relate. Oh, for sure. Being up in New York or being up in Maine, like going to... A, you know, being in the hardcore scene, like I went to a lot of shows in Massachusetts and Boston and stuff like that. And then the band I was in was from New York, it was from Albany. So that's a very rough place as well. And yeah, going from that to being smoking cannabis now, the personality change was huge, yeah. huge. Like people who knew that version of me who see me again now are like, dude, you're like a totally different person. Totally different. And even just from like 
Because then you go to L.A. and all that fades away and you turn into an asshole again. (laughs) And weed isn't enough to buffer what L.A. does to people, right? And that's where shrooms come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where shrooms come in for sure. For sure. Because the the, the weed just isn't enough anymore. But, yeah, I mean, it's the the personality change just canvas alone. I mean, it was was huge. Yeah. Is that a similar story for you, Frank? What do you mean? Like, I mean, have you always consumed cannabis? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For real? When did you start? How old? Probably 14. What got you into cannabis yeah. at 14? Um, Just being shared a blunt or? I don't you know. We, I don't know. I, I just, I remember, I remember back. getting like, it was 10 bucks. <laughs> and then I remember <laughs> like, I, I couldn't roll it. I didn't, I didn't know how to smoke it. So the guy actually rolled it for me, you know? Oh, that's cool. Right. He was a couple years older than me. He was yeah. Like, yeah. I lived yeah. on the same block. So I was like, all right, cool. So, and then uh, I got one of my friends and uh, we snuck into this, uh, this like, um, this kid's baseball field thing, you know, like, and we went to a dugout, right? Like, <laughs> climbed a fence. We we're like, where are we going to smoke this shit? Right? Perfect place. Yeah. yeah so we're in smoking, the dugout. Yeah. yeah. We're smoking in a dugout. <laughs> I'm imagining it's like a home run. That red it's, clay. It's pitch, pitch black, right? It's, it's yeah. like 10 o'clock, you yeah. know, like I'm 14. Was smoking it, and both of us just like nothing, you know. And then all of a sudden, I look at him, and I'm like, "Hey, can you feel your legs?" And he's like, "No." And I'm like, Me <laughs> so then, you know, we we freaked out after that, right? Of course. And I think I went to my house later that night. I was so stoned, and my mother looked at me and jokingly, she's like. Did you smoke a lot of weed tonight? <laughs> just messing with me. And you're all, and I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm super high. You know, she's I'm going upstairs in my room, like, thank God. Like, <laughs> my mom's so chill. She, you know, I tell her that to this day. I was like, you remember that day? She's like, no. And I'm like, so of course funny. she doesn't remember. She was probably high too. Yeah, I know, right? right? right. Like, it's funny for you though. That is a moment you're never gonna forget in your life. Never. Mm-hmm. And that nobody else will. Like, now how either. funny is it? That she's giving me the out. Right. Yeah. But she... Just joking around. Just joking around. Right? That's yeah. hilarious. Right? What are the odds? That's awesome. So from then on, you're... You oh, it's just, a green light. Just consuming, because it just... Yeah. What did it add to you? Well... I mean, at first, it's like escape, but what else? Yeah, it was just experimenting, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and then what you got to understand, I went to high school in South Carolina. Um, the weed options in, like, 99. Mm. It was, like... Pretty minimal. Brick weeds, seeds, and sticks, and... Not, you know. No oh, I got stuff. some of that once. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Probably yeah. gave you a big really, headache. Oh, it did. Mm. It's horrible. Mm. It wasn't until Florida, when I went to college, where I started seeing, like... Different types of strains. Like, you know, like kind so, bud. or creepy. Yeah, yeah. You know, they used to call it that, right? Hi, um, what, what was Beasters, it? bro. The Beasters, yeah. Beasters, bro. Beasters. It, in the Northeast, dude, if, if if you had the good weed, it was Beasters, bro. Every That's time. so funny. Ah, yeah, man. we've all come... Like smolliers in one way or another, going. Yeah. Hmm. What's that? I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm picking up notes of. Is that is that cherries? I mean, it's so funny now because we're so spoiled. We really are. I I mean, yeah. I I love this world. COVID was tough though, because going to a dispensary, you go to all these ones before where you could smell it and yeah, see no. it. Yes. And then COVID hit, and you're like six feet behind the counter. And, and they're like, like, we'll waft it at you. We'll tell you what it smells like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be cool yeah. if they had like a little fan, like those ones you have oh, at the yeah. beach. That would have yeah. been a better idea. I, I like literally would go to shops stickers. in Denver 
and they would hold the jar open and then with like a piece of paper that was laminated they would like waft towards you and it's like this isn't working i don't know that's ridiculous it was a scary time COVID in vegas in the cannabis industry really Um, yeah so what i used to do for moxie's um kind of like marketing sales uh where i would just do pop-ups right yeah yeah just go to place to place every day and just do that but i remember when they shut down literally a dispensary like shut down while i was working removed all the customers wow. it was like a major freak out moment it was lines of people at every dispensary trying to get weed wow. nobody knew yeah it was Crazy. i was stocking up i mean i was buying shit that i would i never i thought it was considered one of the um essentials, essentials. that was open. yeah okay yes yes deemed afterwards though afterwards right so then places opened back up with restrictions uh, but, but there was, was a bit of it was like a good like two three days where i was like oh i'm not gonna smoke weed for a while like i was oh, getting worried ooh. you know but i was like well Back really here. what am i worrying about like it's i'll yeah, be all right I'll be, yeah i'm a little cranky die. but i'll yeah. be fine but it's still nice to have your medicine right yeah 100 yes. <laughs> so man where else would we be able to find moxie what states are, are moxie in California, that's okay. where it all started. West Coast, best coast, right? Right. I mean, California, um, here, obviously, Pennsylvania, <laughs> and uh, Missouri. Really? With yeah, Pl- New in Missouri. Yeah. That's cool. So that's that's pretty fresh. Yeah, just like here, fresh as yeah. can be. Okay, cool. Yeah. Have you guys been about two years in Missouri then? No. Two years now, like two months. Oh, super yeah. fresh. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Brand new. That's so, exciting. knowing where we're at... And the different contrasts. What's been the? Well, let's start with the positive. What's what's been the positive of being in Utah, with a cannabis company, leading the way instantly? Because there were no, like when I moved here in February, I was told. Uh, so I ask, "What do you have for concentrates on the shelf right now?" And they go, "Well, we have X, Y, Z things." And I was like, "Well, no, 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 like BHO," and they're like, "Oh, nothing." And it's like, that's what I heard everywhere. And I was like, wait, does no one in Utah smoke oil? Like no one's making BHO and all these people have licenses to do it. And just know that no one's chosen to do it. Let's go. So the second we got here and put product on the shelf, it was like, I guarantee you people that had had a card that hadn't used it and were just driving across the border to buy oil Oh yeah, for the first time in who knows how long renewed their med card in utah to go buy bho here here. and and it's like now you're seeing a little bit more bho but it's i mean if you go on the shelf like we were saying before we started recording like even a lot like we're white labeling a lot of stuff so a lot of the stuff that's not in a moxie box is still made at our lab says right on the box powered by moxie so it's like (laughs) that's badass you know (laughs) even if it's not moxie it's moxie you know but you have to understand Alex, right? He's one of the co-founders and he he's like the originator of cannabis oil. Funny story, my first dab was something that he made, which I didn't even know him, right? Cross state lines. And that's how I <laughs> fell in love with cannabis even more is through concentrates. Yeah. So you know? when did you first start making concentrates? So I started making con so it was a funny story. Like I was growing so our one of the founders, Phil his company before Moxie was called HGH and it was him and his other dude. Um, I was working for them growing and this other dude, Terry, who's one of the other Moxie founders was doing the extracts and also 
handled a bunch of the grow houses like away from LA area. And so one day me and him were working in the same place. He's doing the extraction. I was handling some grow stuff and he was just like, man, this sucks. And I was like, what? And he was like, I don't want to do extract. He's like, I just want to grow. He's like, I hate all this stuff. And I was like, teach me how to do it. Like I'll (laughs) do, we'll trade growing for me. I'm like, you prefer extraction. Put me in the lab, dude. You know what I mean? It seems like way more my speed of things. And so he essentially just over the couple weeks, couple months, like taught me everything he knew. And we were still doing extraction and like we had the pot, the vacuum pot, you know, we didn't have across international vacuum ovens or anything like that. And then everything was open blasting in a garage, you know, it's like, it was sketchy. And so we moved from that to where we have this facility and our CEO, Jordan just buys a used precision PX one brings it to the lab one day and he's like, set it up, go. And I'm like, okay. And like, we go to Vegas and we visit some, someone else had bought a PX one and they were setting it up and they were getting taught how to use it. And I like watched from a distance and then went back to LA, put it together, started doing closed loop extraction. And that's, that's when everything changed. Like as soon as we started doing closed loop extraction, like it went from being top 10 at all the cannabis cups to being top three every time, like every time we entered something, it was going to be on the podium for sure. Yeah. I saw you were taking first place or really top back since uh, 2014. Yeah. Or even before then. Yeah. I think 14 was maybe the first time we won something. Like, I think we got third place with uh lemon cookies, which is just, mm. I mean, that oil was so greasy. It was so delicious. Oh, you won uh, first place at the first ever Hitman Chalice. Yeah. In California. Yeah. That was, that was an That's interesting night. Here, <laughs> so I, research. I did, oh, yeah. Always. I, I always time. spend a little time. Yeah, I have okay. a great picture of me. And that was like, so that award ceremony was at night. And I was tripping on acid, wearing sunglasses, <laughs> accepting the award, just being like, Epic. yeah, this is great. I think I know where I am. Like, Was it a person who was ha- presenting the award or was it at that point with well, the imagine, acid, was so, it some other type of creature? Well, no, it was a person, but imagine Chalice, like it was a music festival. So we get on stage and it's like thousands of people. Oh, I can imagine with the lights and the yeah, reflection, yeah, yeah. that's just like. And so I just have the sunglasses on with this big grin, like, (laughs) Like, all right, you know, but that was an interesting night, man. It's great being able to win those things, but it's about more people using your products and loving your products. Yeah. Yeah. Moxie's focus (laughs) is to give like a safe and renewable cannabis source. Yeah. What have you guys found that creates such a safe product with Moxie? Well, I could just say one word, terpenes. <laughs> Go into that. I mean, just, just that's, we are known for terps. And right? testing and showing what's in there. And, and that's, you know, like you were saying earlier before, like you would totally against smoking anything that doesn't have reliable test results and stuff like that. Like I'm the same way. And like when we got here too, like we noticed almost no one's testing for what terpenes are in the products that they're right. selling. And it's like, that's so ridiculous because like in California, you can go into a shop and I guarantee you they're going to have Gorilla Glue. They're going to have Blue Dream. They're going to have all these things. That doesn't mean it's those things. It just means they called some weed that stuff. You oh, know? Yeah. And, and if they're not testing the terpenes and you can't see what's in there, they can go ahead and do that. 
they can call it whatever. And, and, and like we were saying, Boxy likes to call, we use a lot of crazy names. We're not using these like, you know, strains that have been around for forever. Like, cause one, no one wants that stuff anyway. And two, it's more fun to just make something like, just like a fun brand, like a brand looks nice and it looks like something you want to be a part of. So can strain names. And the way that, the way that you know it is what you want and it is going to do the things you want is with that terpene test. Because you know, okay, it's got X amount of mercy, X amount of this, X amount of that. Those are exactly the things I'm looking for. Not, hey, I'm looking for Gorilla Glue. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't do anything. Because from cultivar you know? to cultivar, that's going to be different. Totally. Yeah, you absolutely. know, even from location to location. Totally. So Dude, From seed to seed. Yeah. Well, exactly. everyone out here is growing autos. So it's like, we'll get a, a whole harvest yeah. of the same strain. And every batch terpene test is wildly different. Yeah, completely. It's, it's really, I'm seeing terps I've never seen before. Yeah. In this state. Interesting. Yeah. What are the, some of the terpenes that you found coming well, in Utah? One of them, like the big one is cymene. So we're getting cymene, right, as a terp. In high amounts. Decent amounts, right? So I'm like, what is cymene, right? It's labs testing for it. So I started yeah. researching it, right? And I found out it has all these good properties. You know, I mean, just like uh, another terp would, right? But this one is specific for what was it? Something about cancer. Yeah, right? it was like um, like brain cancer specific, like anti-brain tumor type of terp. It was... It was very weird. It had all these really weird... Uh, I'm sure he's looking it up right now. I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've smoked quite a lot in the last <clears throat> hour, so I can't remember everything. <laughs> no, so I, I totally get it. There's no, so much no. information that you consume that sometimes it's just hard to recall it instantaneously and exactly. go, oh, this is exactly what that is. Especially we're looking at COE's <laughs> test results all day, every day. Oh, yeah. But that, that really does separate. I mean, we've... You know, Brandon and I have had our fair share of legal and black market carts sure and the funny thing is is that you know some of the black market carts we've had have been so consistent yeah flavor terps well they're made by people who smoke cannabis right but yeah. then you'll get another <clears throat> you'll get another one where they all taste the same and you're like mm, yeah using just plant plant derived terps from whatever yep not necessarily directly from that plant and that for me it's just like you yeah sure you're gonna get maybe a little lightheaded maybe you're gonna feel a little energized but you, the consistency just like you're saying like having your own names is just saying look i we don't we, we can't necessarily call it whatever yeah right because it doesn't have the same properties like yep. one of my favorite strains you know pineapple express mm -hmm. and I will have it somewhere and I'll feel like amazing sativa. And the next time it's more hybrid indica leaning dominant. And I'm like, yeah, whoa, this yeah. is totally different. Cause that's a super popular name for people to just throw on. Right. Whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. wow. Blue dream. Biggest culprit on that. Right. This guy loves blue dream. Probably. Oh, I do right? too. Dude. I think I've posted two memes <laughs> in my life. Both of them were shitting on blue dream. I hate blue dream. Really? Blue Dream and Green Crack, if those strains for some reason just <laughs> disappeared. disappeared from existence, we'd be in a, just a way better world. That, that's some strong words. Why? They're just terrible. Like, <laughs> you could be, like, what's the lowest recorded IQ ever? Because you could be one yeah, of the Jenners, isn't it? You could be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe, probably. 
You could be that guy. You could have the lowest recorded IQ in human history and grow three pounds of light, green crack and blue dream. Is zero over 200, but nobody in recorded history has found that. So then give me the answer of what's actually been found. I bet it's probably a six. Some dudes Any result below 75%? Just has a picture of, of Caitlyn Jenner. My cat. I'm telling you, he's walking around with his mouth open, smoking blue dream, just going, yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is pretty terrible. I don't know why they... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, yeah, those, it's just those things, it's like really like, basic beginner stuff where if like I gave that that number six some form cookies and said grow this he'd never he, he couldn't possibly he'd be getting like a quarter pound of light you know and it's like there's just levels to certain strains and like your ability to like control them and grow them properly so you're still getting crazy yields whereas like you just you could not try and get three pounds of light off those strains so people get That's like true. this crazy idea that they're a great grower or something so no, for, it's one of the like highest yielding yeah. ones out there. Yeah. And that's why people grow it too, because then it's oh, like, yeah. okay, I know I'm going to get my money's worth out of this grow, where they look at form cookies and go, even if I do a perfect job, maybe I get a pound and a half per light. They're like, I don't want that, because they want to get the numbers. But the thing is, some of that pound and a half of that could be really dank stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like some of the top yeah. shelf stuff that yeah. just has amazing terping profiles. Yeah. That's what kind of Moxie is, is really known for, right? Small batches. Yep. That's and, what really makes us... And we'll bite the bullet. We'll grow some tangy that's only going to yield garbage on the flower side, garbage on the oil side, and we'll still grow it because it's fire. Because yep. you know tangy is fire. Yeah. Yep. Fucking love tangy. Yeah. Shout yeah. out DNA. Had a lot of tangy. <laughs> if I don't say shout out DNA, I'm going to get sued probably. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Aaron. Don't sue me. <laughs> oh, oh, going from flower... When you're talking about your guys' extraction process and and the the amount of attention that you give to it, yeah, why do you feel that? Why do you feel that it's not being given the proper attention to by other dis, other extractions? I I mean, it could be a million different things. If I just had to like randomly go on a rant and guess right now, I would say that like I just come from a generation that pays more attention to the small things and. Especially like I come from the East Coast, like I'm not from California. And like a lot of the people I saw doing stuff, they were just interested in it for the lifestyle and not really like they were making good stuff. They knew what they were doing, but it was really about the lifestyle of like, I'm an extractor in California. And that's mm -hmm. why they were doing it. Whereas for me, like I knew being in Moxie, we were going to enter cups. And if we were going to do that, I wanted to win. So it was like, what is the form? Like, cause we were getting the same flowers as everybody else. We were getting Crockett stuff. We were getting the strawberry banana, the lemon skunk. And so was nature's lab. So was everybody else in California. And so it was like, what are, cause there was a lot of times we'd enter and didn't win. And so it was just figuring out like, okay, what are the variables? What are the tiny little adjustments I have to make to be better than them with the same shit? And then once I figured that out, like how to make all these small, tiny little adjustments. And it was everything from like watching like cooking shows and like seeing how they control the temperature of like how like an egg yolk is cooking. And I'd like, okay, I can use that. Like I, I can take that and <sighs> I can bring dope. it to the lab and I can make this batter better. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, it's doing stuff like that over and over and over again. And then you go from like top 10, top five. And then it's like, okay, I'm finally like going home with medals and cups. 
you know that's and, awesome yeah but it's that care and that like fine tuning and, yeah you know and then it's it's that pursuit for that dumb little cup that translates into like okay now all our patients have the most fire stuff because i went on this wild pursuit to make sure i won this friggin gold cup so what's your next wild pursuit for moxie i mean being here in in utah for me it's perfect so i want to make sure that we are name brand like when people like you know how like people say q-tips but that's a brand that's not what that thing is right that's what I, I want people to refer to oil as i want you know the moxie stuff and they don't even mean the brand they just mean yeah just hash. The oil. Yep. yeah the like concentrated that's the goal yeah that's fucking cool it's I like Google. That. It's a term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Google yeah, that. Xerox. Oh, it's it. Moxie. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's what it's going to... Like, I literally want people to walk into a shop and be like, I want one of these Moxies. And they're just talking about oil. You know, it's funny. They, that used to happen in Vegas. <laughs> All of the time. When? Like, it would be a general thing. You know, like you say, Kleenex. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking Kleenex. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it just goes... In, and that's awesome to hear that because so many of the brands are just like... I just want to sell as much as I don't give a shit what the name is. I don't care what the brand yeah, yeah. is. That doesn't matter. And it so does matter to the consumer. 100%. You know, I mean, like one of the cool things and, and for all those listening, I mean, we were, we we're fortunate enough to be able to partake of these amazing carts. Cool design, by the way, that's fresh with these people. Yeah. So yeah. we know they consume. They're like oh, actually our type sure. of people. And man, I got to tell you, I mean, just going into, you know, people talk about the batteries and the carts that aren't really important, but there's only a few brands out there that I go, oh, yeah. And you, there's an experience with it. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. that just... so nice. Hit the door again. Yeah, I mean, but the... the <laughs> no, but I mean, just thinking about the design, everything like that, this wasn't done on just whatever's available. Yeah. So, I mean, with this, the dart, um, this thing is, is sick. It's literally like the Cadillac of batteries and... Yeah, no, these aren't out yet, are they? Uh, no. No, they're soon, soon to be. Yes. I mean, in Cali, yes. In Cal So they're available in Cali? Right? I yeah, believe so, yeah. What in Utah soon? We'll put a picture up there on the I know. show notes. But I'm thinking, do you guys know, is it months out, weeks out? No, it's this month. We're, this month. We are releasing 100%. the Dark Pod this month. And the best thing about it is if there's any Utah patients listening... The battery is going to be free. We're not going to charge anybody for the battery. Yeah, we literally have enough for every single patient in the state. So if we can hook every single patient up, just got to go buy a pod. Just you buy a pod, you wow. get the free battery. They're half gram pods. That's you know, yeah. That's so awesome. the price point's going to be a little cheaper because it's less you know, but we have four different flavors initially launching. So oh, both of the ones that we've tried tonight have been. Oh, Fantastic. they're amazing. Thank but it, yeah. the cool part is, is just there's a lot of care and love that goes into designing something such as this. And then mm -hmm. being bold enough to say, like, look, just buy the pod, get the battery. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We anyone bitch about batteries that. all the time. Yeah. Like, Same. I agree. Trash. Nobody yeah. wants another battery. Yeah. Get it. There's <laughs> so many, you, but you guys maybe not don't realize and what Utah doesn't realize. There's not that many compared to the, no, there states, isn't. Right. There's only how many pod systems are here in Utah? Four? Probably. Yeah. Not many, but regardless, it's still another proprietary thing that you got to buy and you got to subscribe to. But no one's giving it to you except Moxie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, so. but the weight in it. I mean, I, I've tried other ones. I'm not a fan. I mean, I am. It was okay. I had Stizzy. 
Mm. And and this is a review show, so it doesn't really matter. They can get pissed if they like, but there's no weight to it. Yeah. And I, I found myself reseeding it all the time. And I, I did Because it wouldn't yeah, work. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Oh. And But this is like a good weight to it. This is something that you're just going to drop on the ground yep. and be like, oh, that's cool. I'll just get another one. Like, this is something exactly like, oh, man. Don't ruin my moxie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, mean, I like that. I, I love it because don't. make t-shirts that say that. Right? Don't yeah, ruin right. my moxie because it's just, if this falls and over there, I'm going to be upset. Yep. Because I can't, I can't, I can't enjoy this with anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, it gives so much exclusivity to that, to that customer going, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm even holding it right now in my hand. I'm just like. I just like it there. It's just like, it's a fidget spinner. It's everything yeah. there, but it's just like, I know exactly what this gives me. It's the experience. It's not, yeah. I'm just going to get high. Yep. You know, I want an experience and, and being able to look at the design, the features of that one, the boldness of being able to give that says a lot about the brand and that they're really about the consumer. And that's just V1. Oh, I know. I, I give this kind of So crazy. Frank, you seem like you puff all day like I do. Have you figured out how long the battery on this lasts yet? That battery can last a good three, four days. Yeah. To be honest. That's, You'll go through I've the pod it. before the battery dies. For no sure. shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed because that never happens to me. Yeah. I will 100% burn through my battery mm-hmm. before my card is ever gone. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have, yeah. This will change you? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Charge it up full, and then mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you'll finish the pod way before. Like, you'll finish two pods before you that battery look like dies. you smoke. More than I do, and I'm sure you could finish this whole pot in a day. Yeah, I could, yeah. but I don't. I limit myself, and that's why I also use flour and yeah, like yeah. tinctures and other stuff. Because yeah, if I do, I'll just blow through one in a day. It's I'm horrible. Only it, limiting myself right now because I just had surgery, but otherwise I would be smoking way more. Uh, I, I am. I'm absolutely impressed, and just you know, for those that are listening, and I mean we. We have big areas out there. You know, our Cali people, we love you. Um, keep talking about this. Get out there. Get these get these new darts. If you guys got the darts, man, you guys are lucky for those Utah people that listen to us. It's gonna, yeah. it's, this is are you guys launching these in uh, Pennsylvania and Missouri as well? The, um, I mean, other states besides Missouri has gotten these darts. Oh, right. Long before us. Yeah. Utah. We're a little slow. Well, we just launched two months ago. No, I meant Utahns. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're we're slow on the pickup, but I mean, it's it's mountain time. Yeah, it is. Right. It's just like you got to count for jet lag. Yeah, man. What? Yeah, this has been amazing. Um, You know, one of the things that guys, I mean, we got to know each other a little bit personally before we got into this and. I just appreciate the hell you guys really, really, really care about the product because you are the product and too many cannabis companies that we've seen come and go. They're all about that. Just chasing the coin. But man, it it says something to us as consumers. We have a a real good connection with the products we have, just like we were talking about Kleenex, you know, It, it, it becomes that. And this, this has got that amazing feel. Hell yeah. Well, thank you, man. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. With Moxie, obviously, you like creating, doing your own strains, everything like that. Do you have a favorite concoction? Yeah, so back in the day, um, when I lived on Jordan's couch, he's our CEO, 
Um, this all started as like a seed company that we had in one of the extra bedrooms in our house in North Hollywood. And so in that seed room that we had, it was like a four lighter. I, uh, I made a strain. It was, it was our Viper city OG mixed with tangy and, uh, amazing strain. I called it golden Cobra. And that's Mm. to this day, one of my all time favorites. We have it growing up in wherever in the mountains right now Yeah, and harvesting soon. And, uh, so that'll be one of the ones that the Utah people will be able to enjoy. Oh man. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah. You've had it, Frank. Oh yeah. I've had all the old stuff that Moxie made from the beginning. Yeah. Like literally the beginning was the first stuff I had ever dad. So yes, I am very excited for all the new, new, new. Yeah, we have a <laughs> lot of our genetics growing right now that will be coming down soon. So it uh, it won't just be all the the Utah typical stuff that you see. Yeah, we're gonna have new new flavors. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new terps. So were your first dabs on like two hot knives, or were they with like an actual rig? It was a very small rig. I had no idea what I was doing. Did you know about the temperature? No. Nor so you I coughed even, your lungs out I, I mean, really hard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was. It was way too hot. I was not doing it correctly. <laughs> and then, like not only I did that, that like so my, I would have put on my coffee table, right? And just, like dab. And then like, you know, a couple weeks go by. I'm like, why are all these like, little black dots on my floor? It's all just <laughs> beesh, beesh, beesh. <laughs> everywhere. And I'm like, oh my god, it, like these are nice floors, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh. But, like, luckily, there was no damage. I was able to get it all off, but. That's how high that shit made me. I was just not paying attention to my surroundings. Wow. <laughs> so when you guys started dabbing, was it glowies on a titanium nail or what were you doing? No, I, was, I mean, my first was in, on a rig from him because I was always like, that shit looked like a crack pipe to me all That's the time. That's the biggest problem. Right? Yeah. I don't like that. I didn't like that feel, but, you know, uh, using uh, what was like one of the first ones? You just had your like little rig. The yeah, the Puffco. Yeah, I had the Puffco Peak Pro. Oh, man, that's like just the perfect first dab experience. Yeah. That's like everything. Actually, I prefer experience. this one. This is the Dr. Dabber Switch, and it has a bigger water chamber. It's self-cleaning. It also yeah. is so much easier to clean than the Puffco, because the one problem with the Puffco is the air chamber that goes between it gets clogged really easy. Mm. Yeah, and then, it fa- and then it starts failing, just like our friend's. Like, after a little bit, he's just like, this sucks. Damn, that sucks. I didn't know that. I don't own one. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, but, I mean, I was, I was fortunate enough. I mean, he probably had it on two hot knives his first time. No, my yeah. first one was, um, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. I think it was actually just off a dab rig, but with, like, a blowtorch. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, it was way too hot. Sure. It wasn't until... You want to make sure you finish the whole thing. That yeah, would be hot. right? Exactly. <laughs> it wasn't until months and months in that I finally realized, I am just, like, charring the shit out of this, and it hurts going down. Yeah. So, finally, I started... Um, I got to the point that I found the perfect timer... And I would set Alexa to set a timer yeah, for it to cool it, down. And I'd go, hey, Alexa, set a like 90-second timer. And I'd wait 90 seconds for it to cool. And then I'd put my dab in, put my top on, and I'd... But is this a banger? Or are we talking about oh, it wasn't titanium? a banger back in the day. It, it was? Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Because I remember like just <laughs> titanium nails. Mm-hmm. And then they came out, that company, whoever, I forget what the company, highly educated. They were making all the titanium stuff. And then they came out with a carb cap. 
Mm. And it was like, we were all like, what the fuck Change is that game. for? And then you realize like, oh, you can, it's creating a vacuum in there. So you can vaporize shit at a lower temperature. And it's like, then it was like, oh, I can taste dabs. Like, this is great. <laughs> Dab is even better than I thought it was. It's like, crazy. And that thing has uh, 26 different temperature ranges, I think. That's crazy. That you can do and you can do a flower or a concentrate section. And so you can do really low terps and that. It's nice. Yeah, it's get so much more flavor. From yeah, it yeah, yeah. Changes the game. Dude. Yeah, these things, man, they're, they're the best. Oh, People are lucky if they start smoking dabs now. Can't uh, gas anymore. Yeah. Right. I still have one. I legit still have a torch. I do for sure. Yeah. On the road dabs, dude? Oh. Yeah. No, I just had um I don't have one of these things, so it's oh. I gotta go old school. Oh, he's old school. Really? Yeah, yeah. I got a little teeny little <laughs> rig, I put it in a shoe. It's tucked under my seat. Bro, have you never seen the little <laughs> dab straws? No, I have seen that. Like a hundred. Those are no, no, not no, even no, that. no. I mean, you can get those. They're automatic. I had one, too, that was... Oh, who was it? I don't remember. But it was just electric, and it was, like... You could carry that super easy around. That was electric. But, no, it's an actual just, uh, like, silicone tube with a glass tip. Or okay. a titanium tip. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. heat up that, heat and then you just touch it in your puck, and... Oh, yeah, it's super easy. Yeah, that would be that would probably be better than one. And I'm you can right carry now. around just one of the tiny little butane torches, and you don't need one of the massive things. Yeah, yeah. I got the blazer. I go old school, right? <laughs> Keep that blazer torch in, baby. That's, That's wild. So funny. That's so funny. Man, I am feeling amazing on this dart. I'm so, do you do now. a lot of carts, or what's your favorite <laughs> way to partake? I dab. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Especially because like. Frank and I are essentially also quality assurance for Moxie YouTube. Of course. You know, so it's like everything that comes out of the lab, we got to make sure. Yeah. Just to, right. you know, it's so hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, rough it's a rough day. Oh, I got to start the morning with a dab. Yeah. <laughs> Followed by another dab. So when we got our edibles in, right, Ugh. from Cali, like the samples, right? Yeah. The R&D ones. I, and there was a lot of them. Probably over 10 flavors, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I tried every single one. I was like, they're so good. I'm just going to keep, you know. Keep eating. I got them, you know. It's I like was snack done size. By like, you know, obviously we weren't like open for operations yet. So I went home and by the time I got home, I was uh, I was sleeping for like four hours in the middle of the day. It was horrible. Like, it just took too much, right? And yeah. who took the, oh, you took the hundred. Yeah, I popped a hundred before we started. Yeah, how are you feeling now? Feeling it? No. No? Do you Not... know how long they take to kick in? Pretty quick for me. Yeah? Yeah. Usually mine. 30. 40. That's usually about well, when I, I start to feel it. Like a little corn, like, a, like an ant. Oh, I'm feeling it. But it also, you, well, I'm I don't know. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I mean, with the dart, that's Maybe nice. if I think about it, I might have a slight tingle. This guy. Almost, I say, on my core. Yeah? Yeah. Like the Terminator of taking yeah. THC over here going, I don't feel everything you're throwing <laughs> yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm impervious to pain, right? It's just like him. He's like, I'm impervious to your THC, right? <laughs> He'll he would have something, and I would sit there going, I would put me like into full on cerebral palsy mode, where I'm like drooling out the left side of my face, and only my right side is actually usable. The other one's completely frozen. Tolerance is a weird thing, dude. It's a weird thing. All right, sorry to cut this one short. We have about another thirty minutes left, but to respect your time, we want to keep it in the same time frame as the rest of our episodes. If you'd like to hear the rest, go ahead and head over to our Patreon. 
That'll be in the show notes, and you can hear the rest of the episode. And once again, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next week.